Welcome to the Power of a Woman podcast. This podcast is centered around helping you reclaim and finding yourself as a woman, connecting with how you want to feel in your life and body, and changing the narrative on not only how we approach health for women, but also how we treat ourselves and the stories that we tell ourselves. I'm so grateful you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back. If you are listening at the time that I recorded this, it's almost Easter or probably past Easter for you. So I hope you had an amazing Easter. We're going to talk this week about something that I've been having a lot of conversations around lately. We got two things. We got routines and our capacity and we have our identity, which you're probably like, what does this have anything to do with health and fitness? It has everything to do with health and fitness. How you identify is your comfort zone. And we don't think about that very much. So we think about like, okay, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister. Like I'm listening off an Alanis Morissette song. If you don't know what that is, you are clearly not in my generation. (laughs) But when we think about that, I find comfort in being those things. I find comfort in being a mom. I love being a mom. I find comfort in the fact that I'm a wife, right? I have I find comfort in these things. And it doesn't mean you have to ditch those identities in that per se, but then we have to dig deeper into the identity of, am I the friend that is always shopping? But let's say I'm in debt. Well, I don't get to be the friend that's always shopping anymore because I'm in debt because I was always shopping. And that habit or that identity wasn't serving me. So I'm going to have to identify as the friend who's frugal for a period of time if I want to get out of debt, because the debt that I have is stressing me out and it's impacting my quality of life. It's impacting my relationship. It's impacting my ability to do things. And I want you to take that debt and insert anything else that's in there. I'm the friend that is, you know, always down for a margarita. Well, that margarita isn't making me feel good. It's impacting how I function the next day. I don't want to do my kids stuff. I'm snappy with my kids when I drink it. Whatever. You have to think about the transpire. Sometimes we, so, especially if you're my generation, right? If you know what that Alanis Morissette song was, your Snackwell's generation is what I call it. You very much probably at some point in your life might have looked at a calorie or food or thought of food in any way and thought of dieting. Or looked at that margarita and thought of what's the calories in it, not what's the impact on my body and how I'm going to feel and how am I going to show up in my life. So a lot of times, the deeper reason why you haven't been able to be sustainable with the things that you're doing comes back to your identity and it comes back to your routine or habits. So we're going to start with your identity. How you identify is your comfort zone. You like being that person. You like being the baker. You like being the one who's always down for a margarita on a Friday night, which turns into two, which turns into three. You like being the hot mess mom. Like it's a joke, right? It's where we find an identity in ourselves in something. But sometimes those things that we find an identity in have become a comfort zone for us, a coping, whatever it is, but it's not serving us. And one of the hardest things that we find in people truly making sustainable change is accepting that sustainable change is lifestyle change, which means it's identity change. Sustainable change is not, I'm doing this short-term thing for three months and then I'm going to go back to the previous identity that I had before. 
sustainable change is I'm doing this for the rest of my life. And there might be short periods of time in what I'm doing that are not things that are sustainable. For example, I'm in a 21 day detox right now to support my liver. This is not something I would do the rest of my life. This is not a sustainable thing. But I identify as somebody who always prioritizes what's best for their health and going to make them feel their best. I did not always identify this way. There was a time and point in my life where I struggled with being consistent with the gym and eating consistently and all of it. And it took me a long time to work through that until I realized I had to shift my identity with it. So I now identify as someone who always prioritizes their health and what's going to make them feel the best. And sometimes that identity comes in the form of taking a walk outside. Sometimes that identity comes in the form of not tracking my food for a few weeks because that's just where my capacity is at. But that identity always comes in making the choice that's best for my body at that point in time and not being attached to previous identities, not being attached to say I ate paleo and somehow there's something in paleo that's not feeling good with my body. I can't be attached to that way I'm doing something because my body's not responding to that right now. Let's say I do CrossFit workouts. I had to let this go. I cannot identify as that person and be more attached to being that person than I am to how I want to feel. Sometimes our identity is what's holding us back from feeling the way that we want to feel in our skin. So you need to identify a new identity and become who you want to be in order to feel the way that you desire. So that means that sometimes we're going to have to let go of that thing that it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it, but it's not serving what we say we want to feel in our skin. And we're going to have to identify differently. And the other part of that can lead into your routines and your habits. When we look at your routines and habits, I had this conversation, if you are in our energy challenge right now, you've heard me say this already, but I had this conversation uh, this past week with a client where she was frustrated by Thursday in the week. She was exhausted and didn't have any desire to do the things that she wanted to do in her workout routine anymore or prep food or any of it. And she's a mom. She also works from home and she also has a daughter who's in, you know, after school sports and things. So I was like, let's dissect your week and what's going on. And Monday she works and then does a workout and then takes her daughter to gymnastics, for example. Tuesday, same thing, but goes to Girl Scouts. Wednesday, same thing, but goes to cheerleading. And I was like, okay, we only have so much capacity. We are not God. We do not get to be limitless. That is what we get are given as a human is we have limits and we only have so much capacity. If I am constantly trying to push my capacity, then I'm eventually going to crash and burn and I'm not going to be able to keep up. So I was like, okay, let's, let's look at this. So Saturday and Sunday, you rest on the weekend, which means that you go into Monday fresh and ready for the week. But then with the amount of capacity Monday through Wednesday is taking from you by Thursday, you're done. You've used up your capacity. 
And our capacity gets used up by multiple things. If you guys have listened to the podcast where we talked about allostatic load and stress and nervous system, that's a massive thing that I'm talking about right now. But your capacity gets used up by if you have GI issues, if you have hypothyroid, if you have a lot of bills that you're responsible for, your job, you have kids, you have a home to take care of. That's your capacity is going in a lot of directions. And Wherever your capacity is going, if you think of a cup of water, the amount of space that's still left in that cup is the room you have. Sometimes by midweek, we've used up the room that we have. So I was like, we got to take something off your plate. Either we got to move something we're doing, or we could maybe even have a conversation, opportunity as a parent, right? To have a conversation with our daughter of, you know, I'm feeling overwhelmed this way. Are you feeling overwhelmed by doing this many things? And in this case, her daughter wasn't, which is great, but it allows us to have that conversation with our kids, side note, which is amazing. But also it was like, okay, then this is a time for a boundary and dropping the identity of always being the one that's cooking dinner, dropping the identity of always having to be busy, dropping the identity of being the responsible one. Ladies, this hits us more often, but this, you know, doesn't say this doesn't apply to men too. But we are the rescuers. We love to be the one to do it all and in control. And we identify that way. And it's found in our routine a lot. So much so that it is burning us out. And the reason you are struggling to keep up with your health and fitness and how you want to feel ultimately. And our unwillingness or resistance to let go of that identity is why we're stuck. Feeling stuck, feeling frustrated is just a resistance. That's all it is. And sometimes you may not be aware of where in your life you have the resistance. A lot of us aren't. I wasn't for a while. And there's still probably areas I'm not aware that I have resistance. But we just peel it like an onion, layer by layer by layer. We start with small little areas we might have resistance and we crack that one open and then we go to that next one and then soon we just take those things layer by layer and that is where the sustainability comes in. Instead of trying to do everything at once, we have to slow down and look at, I have time to make these changes. It doesn't mean that I have the rest of my life to make these changes, so why not? Why do anything now? I can just wait a year. But it does mean I have the rest of my life to make these changes so I can go slow and steady in a way that fits for my life and my body and what I need. But it does not mean don't come at it with some grit. It does not mean sit back and wait for it to happen for you. It means that we look at our routines, we look at our identities, we look at our habits, and we constantly assess. doesn't mean obsess. I didn't say that. I said assess. What's working? What's not working? what needs to change, et cetera. So you have to be willing to let go of the identity and look at your life from a different point of view and assess what's working, what's not working, where do I need to go from there? So I'm leaving you with that today because my kids are walking in the door. And yeah, I want you, if this resonates with you, if something's sitting with you that you want to discuss, message me. Shoot me a message on Instagram. It's at Brooke Razzi. And I will talk to y'all soon. And that's it for this episode on the Power of a Woman podcast. If any part of this episode resonated with you, I would greatly appreciate you giving it a review, sharing it on your social media, and tagging me for another woman who may need to hear it too. If changing the narrative is something you're ready to take action on, my coaching programs are set up to help you do just that. 
We will address the nutrition, movement, lifestyle, stress, gut health, and hormonal needs that you individually have as a woman so that we can help you feel your absolute best and own your power too. Connect with me on Instagram at Brooke Razzie or head over to my website at brookerazzie.com to learn more.